Welcome to Small Talks, where we have small talks about a big God. I'm Crystal. Let's talk. I call this devotional The Gap because I want to talk about the space or the gap between when you receive a promise from God and when you actually take possession of that promise. See, usually when God says you're going to have something amazing or be something amazing, you have a waiting period before you actually see it show up in your life. So if God has promised you something and it hasn't happened yet, well, that probably means you're in the middle of a gap right now. And if you're in the middle of a gap right now, you know that it's not always smooth sailing. You're probably experiencing some turbulence on the way to your destination. For most people, this can be the most frustrating time. Many people lose hope in the gap and want to throw in the towel. Some may get anxious and instead of trusting God, they start to put matters in their own hands. Some of you may find yourself there today. I want you to know that you're not alone. I've been there too. I recently was in a gap and I want to share my experience and some lessons that I've learned. As you know, I've been sharing about my journey of trusting God to birth a child in the previous devotional second opinion. I shared how I felt like God wanted me to birth a child despite of my health challenges with my lungs. So my husband and I started praying and trusting God for a child. We were embarking on a gap. I knew it would take some time to cook up this miracle, but I had no idea how dicey things would get on this journey to our promise. At the start of the process, things were going great. God blessed me with an awesome high-risk OBGYN who happened to be an African-American female who loved Jesus. She understood my health conditions and began to agree with me that my body could birth a child. I felt like this was further confirmation my husband and I were on the right path. Through a routine checkup, my doctor noticed something abnormal. Later, I was diagnosed with something called PCOS, which can cause infertility. I didn't budge too much when I learned of this diagnosis because there was proven treatment that could help fix the problem. I started the medication prescribed to me and I was hopeful that God would use these meds. Shortly after taking the medicine, scans showed that the medicine was causing more problems to my body. It actually was making a fibroid that I had even larger. So the doctor thought it was best for me to stop taking the medicine. So here I am, not only trusting God to bear a child with this rare incurable lung disease, I now had infertility staring me down with no medicine to rectify the problem. If I'm honest with y'all, it became increasingly difficult to stay hopeful during the gap. Little did I know what I was experiencing was exactly what I was supposed to experience in the gap. See, this is what I realized. The gap is all about God's glory in your growth. God's glory in your growth. See, in my story, God was setting the stage for him to get exalted and to be glorified. He didn't want any credit to go to any doctors or any medicine. He wanted it to be clear that he was the miracle worker. So don't fret when you start to experience what may look like is hindering God's plans for you. He will use every delay, every hardship, every setback for his glory to be displayed to you and to everyone watching. Let's look at the story of Lazarus. Mary and Martha, the sisters of Lazarus, sent a word to Jesus that his dear friend Lazarus was sick. Listen to what Jesus says in John chapter 11, verse 4. It says, when he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. 
So Mary and Martha sent word to Jesus because their brother was sick. It is very likely Lazarus was deathly sick. Now the Bible does not say who all heard what Jesus said, that this sickness would not end in death, that it was for God's glory and so that the Son may be glorified through it. It is likely that the messenger who informed Jesus of his sickness heard this statement and went back and told Martha and Mary what Jesus said. It is very likely that his disciples were around. They heard the same declaration. But whoever was under the sound of Jesus' voice, whether it was the disciples or whether the word got back to Lazarus' sisters, it had to be comforting that Lazarus was going to be all right. He was not going to die. Well, the unthinkable happened while they were sitting in this gap waiting for God's promise to come to pass. And if you know the story, Lazarus dies. But why did Jesus allow Lazarus to die? Jesus had a lot of options here. He could have left immediately and went down there to see about Lazarus and healed him from his sickness. But scripture says that he stayed two more days where he was at. Then he went off to go see about Lazarus. Well, remember, the purpose of his sickness was for God to get glory and for God's Son to be glorified through it. And Jesus knew that the best path to God getting glory and for Him being glorified was for Lazarus to die so that He could raise him from the dead. See, prior to this moment, people had seen Jesus heal the sick, and because of that, many people believed in Him as the Messiah. But many people did not know of Jesus' resurrection power. Many did not know about his power over death. And if you were to continue to read the story, you will see that Jesus raises Lazarus from the dead. See, Jesus was exalted even more by allowing Lazarus to die so that he could display his resurrection power so that the unbelieving would believe that Jesus was the Son of God. Let me just pause right here. I just want you to know that as you're sitting in your gap waiting on God to do what he said he would do, there may be some things in your life that may look like they are dead. It may look like they're over. Maybe it's a relationship, a job opportunity, your healing, or breakthrough. God may be saying to some of you that the problems you are facing in the gap will not end in death. Even if it looks like death, tastes like death, and smells like death, it is not what it seems. God is simply setting the stage for his glory. All right, so God uses the gap for his glory and for your growth. Many times, God wants to use the gap to strengthen us spiritually and to grow our faith. Jesus says to his disciples in verse 15, after he announced to his disciples that Lazarus was dead, he said, and for your sake, I am glad I was not there, so that you may believe. Some versions say, so that you may really believe. So it's clear here that Lazarus' death needed to happen so that the disciples' faith would be strengthened. And I can relate to this. All the valleys I experienced in my gap and in my waiting seasons strengthened my faith in a unique way. I want you to know that when you make it through the tough situations of life, it strengthens your faith. And in your next season, you will have even greater faith to believe. So not only is God concerned about your faith growing, he's also concerned about non-believers placing their faith in him. Look at verse 45. It says, therefore, many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and had seen what Jesus did believed in him. Look, there are people who do not know God that are watching you. The miracles that God does in your life 
may be what cause an unbeliever to say, what must I do to be saved? And are you willing to allow God to use your life as a platform to display his glory and his power so that the people that are watching would want to place their faith in him? If you're in a waiting season, if you're in a gap right now, God is using it for his glory and for your growth. Let's pray. God, may we not lose hope in the gap. Let your glory reign in our lives. May our faith be strengthened. In Jesus' name, amen.